Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Mary, Queen of Peace Parish, St. Mary of the Mount Church, as we celebrate the 16th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Assisting us today as our lector is Krisha Kubiak. I am your cantor, Christine Jordanoff. Our organist is Thomas Conroy. Our celebrant is Father Daniel Strawn, assisted by Deacon Frank Szymanski. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. the Lord be with you. My family, to help us enter into this prayer, let us recognize, let us acknowledge that we are entering into and celebrating the fullness of the life and love of Jesus Christ, His Paschal mystery, His passion, His death, and His resurrection. So however we come tonight, if we come with hope and joy because we live lives beautifully, praise God, let's align it now with the joy of the resurrection. But if you come, like many of us, afraid or sad, come as you are, bring it, but align it with the, with the hurts of Jesus. And if you come in pain, like many of us come in pain and agony, just align it now more closely with the suffering and death of Jesus. And now let us call to mind these times. And as we align ourselves with Jesus, He aligns Himself with us and offers us not only healing, but strengthening and the fullness of life. So with all that in mind, let us just now pause for a moment and open ourselves up now to God's life and love. Lord Jesus, each day you fill us with your love and your mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, heal our woundedness and our sufferings and lift our lowliness. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you sit at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest. 
and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory, Lord God, heavenly King, O God, almighty Father. Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world. Receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One. You alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ. With the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father, amen. Let us pray. O oh God, show favor to your servants and mercifully increase the gifts of your grace that made fervent in hope, faith, and charity. They may be ever watchful in keeping your commands. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Okay, now let us be seated and be attentive to readings from sacred scripture. A reading from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. Woe to the shepherds who mislead and scatter the flock of my pasture, says the Lord. Therefore, says the Lord, the God of Israel, against the shepherds who shepherd my people. You have scattered my sheep and driven them away. You have not cared for them, but I will take care to punish your evil deeds. I myself will gather the remnant of my flock from all the lands to which I have driven them and bring them back to their meadow. There they shall increase and multiply. I will appoint shepherds for them who will shepherd them so that they, know they need no longer fear and tremble, and none shall be missing, says the Lord. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will raise up a righteous shoot to David. As king he shall reign and govern wisely. He shall do what is just and right in the land. In his days, Judah shall be saved. Israel shall dwell in security. This is the name they give him, the Lord, our justice. The word of the Lord. me 
righteousness and truth. My spirit shall sing the music of your reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians. Brothers and sisters, in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have become near by the blood of Christ. He is our peace. He who made both one and broke down the dividing wall of enmity through his flesh, abolishing the law with its commandments and legal claims that he might create in himself one new person in place of the two, thus establishing peace, and might reconcile both with God in one body through the cross, putting that enmity to death by it. He came and preached peace to you who were far off and peace to those who were near, for through him we both have access in one spirit to the Father. The word of the Lord. Oh. 
The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. The apostles gathered around with Jesus and reported all that they had done and taught. And he said to them, Come away by yourselves to a deserted place and rest for a while. People were coming and going in great numbers, and they had no opportunity even to eat. So they went off in the boat by themselves to a deserted place. People saw them leaving, and many came to know about it. They hastened there on foot from all of the towns and arrived at the place before them. When he disembarked and saw the vast crowd, his heart was moved with pity for them, for they were like a sheep without a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. The Gospel of the Lord. First off, I have a few members of my family joining us this evening. Uh, my brother Michael, who's two years older than me, uh, is in from Chicago. Uh, his family was not able to make it. He's just on a quick business trip, and he's staying with my dad, taking care of my dad, who you may know or you know is 93, and he still lives in Carnegie. And, uh, and my, also my, with us is my other brother, David, who's four years older than me, and he lives up in Adams Township up in the North Hills in Butler County. And if they're, they're sitting right over there, one's in the blue shirt, right there, both of you, come on there, hey, give him a round of applause. Michael is in the blue shirt, David is in the gray shirt. Michael and David. My two older brothers, and I also have an older sister who wasn't able to make it. She's, again, with my dad, probably. Uh, but uh, just having my two brothers here just reminds me uh, of, a, of an example of what Jesus is sharing with us tonight. Come away and rest a while. Come away and rest a while. And that's why I intentionally introduced the Mass, by, by encouraging you to recognize however you come. Because some of, we don't all come here the same, with the same disposition. We don't all come here coming from the same circumstances and situations. Certainly, some of us come with hope and joy in our hearts, praise God. But also, some of us come here very sad and, and hurting and some of us come here in agony. But however we come, Jesus is revealing to us that He is our rest. That it's not a place necessarily, it's, it's, it's a person. And that's revealed here in the, in the first reading, you just heard so beautifully proclaimed from the, from the prophet Jeremiah. Jeremiah, God is speaking through Jeremiah. You know, telling the people that the shepherds that you have now are no good, but God will be your shepherd. What an intimate profession, what an intimate prophecy that these shepherds, these rulers, they're no good to you people. But now, out of love, God will be your king. God has chosen to be your shepherd. I myself, this is God speaking through Jeremiah, I myself will gather the remnant of my flock. Again, my family, if we could just hear that, not necessarily with our ears, but with our hearts, 
that God loves us so much that despite all of our faults and failures that He Himself will come to shepherd us, come to save us, and come to give us rest. But, but there's another fascinating nuance here. Rest does not necessarily mean just doing nothing, you know, sleeping or something like that. These are my gestures of sleeping. I don't know if they're correct or not, but, anyway, <laughs> but that reminds me of my family now. I'm sorry, I didn't get back to that. I have to get back to that little anecdote. Back in the day when I was a young, young boy, uh, I, my brothers can attest to this, I, I, I would trust that uh, every Sunday, you know, the parents would you'd guide us all in and we'd sit in one of the, I think the seventh or eighth pew back and, you know, we'd take up the whole row practically of the family. And uh, time and again, I would fall asleep during Mass, time and again. I would be zoned out, crashed out on the, on the pew, sleeping. I think I slept until seventh or eighth grade, believe it or not. I don't know that, but I <laughs> probably did. But it's, maybe that's why I entered the, entered the seminary and became a priest, because I, I thought that's where I, that, that's where I found rest. That's where I found solace. That's where I found peace. And isn't that fascinating to think about? And that's what Jesus is offering each and every one of us, not necessarily, you don't have to become a priest to do it, you don't have to fall asleep at Mass, but if you want to fall asleep at Mass, feel free, because some of you come exhausted. If you want to bring a pillow, have at it. I'm not going to gripe about anybody taking a rest in the Lord. And if you fall, this is another quick aside, if you fall asleep in your own prayer experience, that's okay. Just rest in the arms of Jesus. Some people get all upset about it. Oh, I fell asleep, Father, in my prayer. Beautiful. That means you fell asleep resting in the Lord. That's great. Enjoy it. And, another, and that's what Jesus is saying here. In that, or St. Paul in, the, in that second reading, he's saying that Jesus, <laughs> He is our rest. He actually says the word, in Jesus Christ, you who were far off have become near now. For He, Jesus, is our peace. St. Paul realized it and tried to teach the people of Ephesus 2,000 years ago, and these words are for us now. We all desire something, whatever it may be, fulfillment, satisfaction, joy, or some of us just desire healing and comfort and compassion and love. But Jesus is revealing to us that Time and again, as we fail to find it in this broken, fallen world, and as we fail to find it in each other, sad to say, because sometimes we try to put all of our in, in one another, and that's not, that's not healthy either. But Jesus is sharing with us that He is our rest, but it's a deep, uh, deeper rest of not just sleeping and lounging around. It's a rest that brings peace. In the Hebrew understanding of peace, which is wholeness, harmony, comfort, rest, joy, shalom in the Hebrew terminology. So my family, again, in this prayer experience, listen to the Eucharistic prayer that we will be praying for us tonight and try to just put yourself in it and pray it with me. And Find some peace here 
and in aligning all of your situations and circumstances of life with Jesus, the highs and the lows, and come away and rest a while. And in Jesus Christ, aligning your life with Him, you will find peace. Let us now turn to our loving Father as His beautiful daughters and sons, and let us ask our Father to hear our prayer by responding, Hear us, O Lord, that your church may lead the way in choosing justice, life, and peace. We pray, Hear us, O Lord, for the continued healing of those involved in the Florida condo tragedy. Mm. We pray, Hear us, O Lord, for the courage to live and speak the truth. We pray, Hear us, O Lord, for healing, reconciliation, and forgiveness among all peoples. We pray, Hear us, O Lord, we go forth for the safety and dignity of all migrants and refugees. We pray. Hear us, O Lord. And for all those who've died in our parish community, especially Regis Gallagher and Jean Weber, may they be welcomed into God's kingdom. We pray. Hear us, O Lord. We remember today Janine Komorowski and all the attentions present on the altar along with those we hold in the silence of our hearts. We pray. Hear us, O Lord. And if you turn to your bulletin, we can now pray our prayer for unity. Together, we raise our voices to Mary, Queen of Peace, our Mother, and your most glorious Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace. Grant us greater commitment and sincerity as we continue on this journey of unity. Please grant our parish family a resurgence of faith, a spirit of love, and a hope for peace. May we be blessed with a vibrant, inclusive community, united in the spirit and living our covenant. Amen. At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we now together joyfully dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy. We may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other some sign of Christ's peace. Peace, peace, peace be with you. Peace, brother. For those celebrating virtually, we offer an act of spiritual communion. 
My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, at least come spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Just a few announcements this evening. This is for a gentleman here in church. Could God be calling you to the diaconate? Bishop Zubik is calling for a new class of deacons. See today's bulletin for additional information or feel free to ask myself or Deacon Bob regarding the diaconate and the ministry that it serves. Mary Queen of Peace Parish is seeking a full-time parish engagement director. For more information on this position and how to apply, please see today's bulletin or on our website. The next weekend will be Tom Conroy's final weekend as an organist and choir director here at our parish. Everyone, that's a, oh, he's not allowed to leave. <laughs> Everyone's invited to stay after the 1130 Mass next Sunday and wish Tom well as he moves on to his next chapter in his life. See the bulletin for additional details. Thank you. The sacred scripture again reminds us that you know, God wants to use the image of a, of a shepherd because in, in, in our Hebrew tradition and our ancient heritage, that shepherd image is so intimate to the people. They really understood that. It was real to them. But I don't know if it's real enough for us. I mean, it, it, Jesus, I mean, it would be someone in our society of just someone that would just be our caretaker. You know, because he loves us. He or she loves us. That's what, that's what the shepherd image would be for us. And that's what God, Jesus Christ, is for each and every one of us. He loves us. And while some of us are able enough to, to go it on our own, he's guiding us. He's, he's in front like a good shepherd is. But sometimes people just need the shepherd in the midst of them, which is great too. Jesus is there in the midst of us to give us support and encouragement but sometimes Jesus, the good shepherd, walks behind us to, to spur us on, to encourage us, and to care tenderly with those who are hurting and suffering. That's Jesus, our shepherd, our, your, mine, our rest, and our peace. So if we could try to train ourselves, and it takes practice, it's a discipline, practice, to align our our hopes and dreams, our hurts and sufferings, our joys and, 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 and celebrations, but even our pain, if we could just align it more intimately with the, with the joy of Jesus, or the, or the hurts of Jesus, if we could just align ourselves and our lives more intimately with the life of Jesus, oh, that's what we're talking about here. And that's what we do here so intimately in the Eucharist, where we share in Him physically but my family, it's not supposed to end there. Some of us, it quite often does end there, and I'm sad about it, myself included. It just ends sometimes at the door. But the joy, the comfort, 
the consolation, the encouragement does not have to end there. It can continue with your choice to open yourselves up more deliberately every moment of your life and align every circumstance, every situation, every moment of your life to the life and love of Jesus Christ. Standing in the grocery store lane, sitting in traffic, hanging out with your family and your friends, align these situations with the life and love of Jesus Christ. Oh, and there we will find rest, but more so, there we will find and be peace. Amen? Amen. 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 Let us stand and pray. Graciously be present to your people, we pray, O Lord and lead those you have imbued with heavenly mysteries to pass from former ways to newness of life. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Glorify the Lord by your life. Thanks, Thanks be, be to, to God. God.